Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. It just me or is that overmodulated? Very. <laughs> All right. And today we've got uh, in-studio guest co-host. What is your name? <laughs> Clarice Connolly. Oh, Clarice Connolly. Also yes. the... Uh, man, everything's overmodulated in my in my in my head. In today. your head. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, that would be Clarice Connolly. Cl- Clarice works with uh, uh, women predominantly. You're a coach. You're a you're a sort of a, a cultural leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, around empowering women. How can people find out more? And how can we work with you? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a website. Empoweringwomen. Coach. Empoweringwomen plural. Dot coach singular. Yep. Got mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. And any other ways? Uh, I'm on Facebook. I have Clarice Con- Life Coaching with Clarice Connolly, and I have an email address. It's clarisco at gmail.com, so reach out okay. if you want to learn more. Great. And um, thank you for joining us today, and thanks for bringing what you bring. Clarice, were you, uh, were you an athlete in college? I was a swimmer, I, so I know nothing about basketball except for that I was never good at it, but I was a swimmer. Were you a team swimmer or like an individual swimmer? Team swimmer. Okay, good. Yeah. So you would do relays and stuff like that? Yeah. And you had mm-hmm. to do your leg like the best and right. make Absolutely. sure that the next swimmer in line was ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So you've got an experience with, with team uh, sports. Yeah, I'm most direction. excited for the coaching. Nice. I, it will surprise no one who's ever met me that I was not an athlete, am not an athlete. So I have nothing but great respect for athletes, and also I try not to get stuffed in lockers. Um, the uh, We should let people know before we get into this. That um, I'm excited. You can tell that I'm excited about about talking with people who are coaching in the in the sports arena, but also coaching. You know, mm-hmm. actually right. providing real coaching around coaching and t- and training of coaches. Um, I want to I want to let people know about our longtime sponsor of this year program. Accomplishment Coaching is by design the world's finest coach training program. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for training, whether you've been a coach for a while and and didn't get trained initially or whether you're sort of looking for the next level of training accomplishment coaching the world's finest coach training program and that's not hype that's not an advertising slogan it's, it's real. really their intention their mission mm-hmm. their vision and um and it's the finest coach training in the world you can find out more by going to the website accomplishment coaching but what we recommend is uh, both clarice and i have actually been mm-hmm. uh in the room while they're doing their coach training program. You're invited to come and observe their coach training program in action. You have to sort of sit quietly on the side while they're doing their thing. But that's an incredible opportunity. And it's available in six cities. What are they? Oh, yeah. Washington, D.C., New York City, Chicago. It's in San Diego. It's also in Seattle. And Victoria, British columbia canada that's right any of those cities get to those cities they're great places to be one of them at some time of year is a great place to be and um and uh check it out accomplishmentcoaching.com just let them know you're coming and they'll put out a chair for you you can observe the coaches training program and and do their training program and be among the world's finest trained coaches all right um do you want to introduce rob well, I last know. time that didn't really work very well for me, so... No. I think <laughs> well, I get this, like, right. performance reading anxiety. That's I get that, okay. <laughs> uh, he's the commissioner of the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. He's uh, the National Christian College Athletic Associate Executive Director and the NAIA Director of Champions of Character Initiative. He's a partner at Proactive Coaching, a three-sport athlete in high school, played four years of small college basketball. Uh, he's got 
experience in all kinds of sports, living now and I think joining us today from Liberty, Missouri. We're delighted to welcome to our microphones for the first time Rob Miller. Hello, sir. Hello. Good to be with you. Thanks for being had, as we like to say. Is it true? Are you in Liberty, Missouri today? Missouri? I am in Liberty. I've lived here for 18 years, so yeah, it's a good place to live. Wow. Man, tell us where Liberty is compared to some of the cities we might have heard of in Missouri. We're just outside of Kansas City, about 20 minutes from downtown Kansas City. Oh, man, there's good barbecue in that town. There's Holy some great barbecue. You spent a whole week eating barbecue here. <laughs> Indeed. Suddenly All right. I'm hungry. Yeah, why don't, why don't you get us back on track and find <laughs> out what Rob does and what's proactive coaching all about. Yeah, right. so I, I'm really excited to know if you could share a little bit about proactive coaching with our listeners. What is it? What's it about? Yeah, proactive coaching started with my partner, Bruce Brown. Lives up in the Seattle area. And about, oh, he started it many, many years ago, and we've been partners now for over 15 years, wow. is we, we intentionally, we believe in intentional coaching and given application models to coaches. We talk to athletes, we talk to parents, but our main, main focus is to coaches because we think so many times, uh, especially in today's world, we'll focus on the X and O's, mm-hmm. but we'll forget about the intentional part of focusing on culture. How do you teach character through sport? How do you develop a culture on your team? How do you develop leaders? That all takes intentionality. And so we focus on that part of it. And we work with high schools and colleges across the country, some businesses as well, on developing that type of culture, which allows you to be successful. It's so important. And that's the thing. That's why most, you know, as a parent now, I want my kids to be in team sports because I want them to develop not the individual, you know, there's time enough for that, but the ability to work in a group, to work in a team and Mm -hmm. to provide leadership when it's needed. But also uh, what Chris Rock says in his latest special, you know, if your job is to play the tambourine, play the tambourine, right? That's right. And be, be the best damn tambourine player ever, but you don't have to be the superstar. You know, we're raising kids at a time now where everybody's special, everybody's got a trophy, right? How does that uh, square with the mission and the intention of proactive coaching? How do you, how do you counteract this, or, or do you love that stuff where everybody gets a trophy? No, no. Um, I think we're trying to develop a, a situation where we do understand all roles on teams have value, but all, not all roles are equal. And there's difference in that. You know, the, you know, I'm a basketball coach. That's where I spent most of my time is coaching basketball. And the guy that scores points for me is very important to me. I mean, and they're going to get a lot of attention, and that's okay. But they're no more important to me than the person that passed them the ball, the person that set the screen to get them open, the kid that came to practice every day and busted their tail and never mm-hmm. got in a game. Mm-hmm. We have to make them all valuable, but mm-hmm. there are different roles, and different roles get, equal, get different attention. And when we think of the achievements of the great college basketball coaches or or great college coaches anywhere, right? But I'm thinking about the John Woodens and the Coach Ks and all those people, right? Their legacy really isn't just the superstars. I mean, you know, Wooden, sure, he created some some superstars. But there's a bunch of people that played with him that never went on to professional sports but got a lifestyle, a lifelong legacy out of working with him. Is that what you're up to? Yeah, we're, we're trying to say when an athlete's with you, whether they're with you for three months, four years, whatever it is, when they leave you, not only should they be a better player in whatever sport you're coaching, they should be a better person than when they came into your program as well. And that's our, our focus is on make them better all around, not just in athletics. It's, a, it's an incredibly poor, uh, important mission. What, um, what do you guys bring that most 
coaches, most people, you know, I, I love what you said. We work with high schools, colleges, and businesses, right? So we can all map that on the team leadership, the, the teamwork, the, you know, tough mind, the thing. When you, when you work with a business or an organizational group, what are you finding is the starting place? What's the first thing that's mostly either missing or off or misguided in teams of people in the workplace? I, I like to put it as action statements because I think as a culture, we've gotten really good at T-shirt slogans. Nice. We've been really good at banner <laughs> statements. You know, I can walk into any school in this country and any business in this country in about two minutes. I can find their mission statement on the wall or their core values mm-hmm. and then look around and see if you can find them. You can see them, you know, or how many know them, you know. And so our job is to take those T-shirt slogans and put them into action statements. So what does that look like in practice? What does that look like in a game? What does that look like uh, in the weight room? What does that look like in the off season? And the business side, what's that look like in customer service? What's that look like in every situation? And I think that's where we try to start with it and say, get away from slogans and get to action statements. Mm. Nice. What's what's a recent one or one that you remember that sort of gives us a flavor of what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. What's an example? Well, I'm trying to think. We, we work with a ton of uh, different people, but I was up with a business of, of uh, you know, Pella Windows up in Iowa. Yeah. And and theirs all boiled down to trust. And we had about 200, and, you know, 200 or managers in the room. And we started to focus on, you know, they, they wanted to deliver product. They wanted to deliver and keep their excellence, but they realized – in communication, they weren't doing the, tr- they weren't having any trust. And it was a simple thing of saying, you know, are we meeting? Are we knowing what each other wants? And they had just lost communication. And when you lost communication, you lose trust. Mm-hmm. And they were able to bring that trust back in and to see them. And, in, 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 you know, they were already ahead of the curve because I think this is the other thing we have found out doing this athletics or businesses. We've already found out this. You work with two types of people. You work with people who are really, really, really good that want to get better. That was them. Mm-hmm. Or you work with organizations in crisis. There's a whole lot of people that are okay being average. And they sit in average, and there's 90% of this world that's okay being in the average category. And that's the ones we really are trying to say, you're the ones that can move the whole dynamic if you get with it. That is such an important thing. I'm going to tell you a, a story, partly just to vent my spleen, but partly to um, partly to illustrate the issue here. So when you and I talk about cars, because we would, because uh, we're dudes, and uh, and sorry, I've already lost half the audience, didn't I? That was a, that was a little bring it misstep. back, bring it back. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we might talk about cars, you and me, if we got together, Rob. And I'm having this experience right now. I saved up my pennies, and I'm buying a nice, what I consider to be fancy car from a company that's supposed to have a great reputation. It's a, it's a Tesla. And I have had nothing but negative experience with these people. They don't get back to me. I don't know what's happening. They took my money, and then no car ever showed up. Like, every kind of bad situation is happening here. And I'm trying to be a consumer who's a, who's an aware customer, but also I'm trying to give them some damn feedback, right? Like, you guys need to do this much, much better. And, you know, in the meantime, like, I don't know, I'm six weeks into this thing. I got no car. I'm, you know, still having to, like, they gave me a loaner, and it's like this gas-guzzling SUV thing. When When we encounter, and I'm not even talking about as a leader or anything, but in our regular everyday life, when we encounter something like this where an organization could be doing so much better, What's your, what's your guidance? What's your advice? 
Well, I think we come back down and we try to find out where's the misconnection right there. Okay, where have you lost it? And I think so many times what happens with, you know, in us in the athletic world, we, we do become a little bit narrow at times within our own sport. And we need people on the outside that can come in and evaluate us that we trust. And I think sometimes what happens is teams and organizations they they hear you know and one thing about it you know when you're a business and when you're a team athletic team you're out in public mm-hmm. you know and everybody's going to take the pot shot at you because everybody can do it better than you can do it that's part of the the whole thing you know everybody in the stands is undefeated right. and is every game <laughs> they've ever coached yeah uh, the key here we believe is that you got to be willing to take assessment now you bring somebody in that you trust that will sit up there because. Joe Blow comes down and tells you you're doing it wrong. You might not listen, but if a mentor comes down and tells you, you know what, you need to improve, that self-analysis and self-assessment, Tony Dungy speaks of this all the time. We have to really self-analyze ourselves, really self-assess ourselves with people we trust that we'll listen to. That's where the starting point is because when somebody like that looks at you and says you're doing good, you feel good. When somebody says you're not doing well, you listen and you try to get better because you mm. don't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. I've got kids in a couple of sports now, sadly none in basketball, but I've got baseball, softball, and uh, dance, and soccer. What, from your vantage point as, an, as a, an expert in coaching, in coaching athletics, what are most of my kids' coaches doing wrong or should be doing differently? differently. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. You know, I do believe as we look out there, I I always put it this way. We're in a culture, you know, we hear all the time, you know, uh, it's funny when we post something on our Facebook page, we'll get a few. I can always count on we'll get five or four four or five people that will respond how bad the parents are in athletics. And we'll get four or five people that respond how bad the coaches are in athletics. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, And overall, I think most people are doing it pretty well. You know, I think we're mostly doing it well, but we do have that 15 to 20 percent that make it bad for the 100 percent. As we look at that, though, I really think as we start looking, we've pushed it down. The one thing we talk about is there's four stages in athletics. The joy stage, just love playing. The fundamental stage, let's teach fundamentals and skills. The next stage is the competitive stage, and the competitive stage is winning and losing, but it's also it's competing against your teammates for playing time. Yeah. And the fourth stage is the mastery stage, where you're doing it at more of an elite level, college, Olympics, pro. What's gone on in our last 30 years is we've taken the joy stage, which used to last up to age six or seven, and now we see travel ball teams at four, five, and six. And we've implemented the fundamental and the competitive stage way down. Now, I'm not in to trophy for everybody. Right. But we have to have perspective here. The one thing we're doing, if I could say anything, we're playing 100 games and practicing 10 times when we should be practicing 100 times and playing 10 games. Got it. We're missing the fundamental stage. And as a college coach, I can tell you in the last 30 years, what we've seen is kids are bigger, stronger, and faster than they've ever been. No doubt about it. They're bigger, stronger, and faster and less fundamentally sound. Mm. We've skipped the Mm. fundamental stage. And we're playing so many games, we're forgetting to teach skills. So if I had to say anything to you, sport, skills, skills, skills. Do you have anything else? Because I got no skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other part of it, 
don't rip the passion out. You know, because sometimes what the other thing is we're doing, we're determining a kid's fate by the time they're 10 and 11 years old. Yes. And the simple truth is, is most a lot of kids won't mature. Mm-hmm. You know, one fact is this. A 13-year-old body, can, a boy's body, can have the body of a 10-year-old or a 16-year-old. Right. If we determine a kid's face at age 10 and they mature at age 14, we've just lost a really good player. Hmm. And we got to keep kids involved. And the more we say, you know, Michael Jordan never made a team till he was in 10th grade in high school, right? He mm-hmm. got cut from his freshman basketball team. In today's world, this is off the edge, but I'll say it anyways. Would Michael Jordan ever played high school basketball because somebody at the youth level said, you're not good enough? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about the impact for kids. Yeah, I know. that's where I was going, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm just like, I, for me, I was never really the competitive person. And like, in a, as a coach, you just push people to win or you're pushing people to like compete against another person. I was in the like joy and passion. I just loved swimming. So there was an impact for me. And, but I was curious to know, like, what is the most significant impact that you're seeing? Well, I think it's, yeah, well, we tried long. I think you started at the beginning by saying we want them to teach these life skills, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Because one question I ask at every place I go into, I'll start out every presentation with parents especially, but coaches too. How many kids here at this high school have gone and made their career playing sports in the last 25 to 30 years? Okay? Most high schools are zero to one. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? I say, how many kids in the last 20 or 30, 25 or 30 years have gone on and been on teams the rest of their life? Answer, 100%. Right. Every young person leaves to go on to family, business, you know, community, church, whatever it is, they go to be on teams. Our job is to make them better teammates for life. With that said, none of the studies show that just because you go out for athletics, you become better as a person. In fact, Dr. Sharon Stoll at the University of Idaho, one of our leading experts in the nation, her, her studies will tell you it's probably just the opposite. Sport does not teach character unless the coaches intentionally teach character. And so that's where we work with coaches to say, if you want to make the impact, let's intentionally teach character through sport. Let's, you know, we give them application models. How do you teach a, how do you teach a skill? How do you teach a character skill so that they can teach that so it has that impact you're talking about? And we talk about, you know, you've been on one of those great teams. And a great team is a team that reaches potential. And I think you talked about, you know, the difference is pushing to win or pushing against something else. And our idea is, no, push yourself and our team to reach potential. Be as good as we can be. Mm-hmm. Because as a coach, there's some games we win. I'm not very happy because we played poorly but won. Right. right. And mm-hmm. some games in contests where we lost, but I'm, I'm fine because we played as good as we could play. And mm-hmm. that's the marker we should be at. And we talk about the two ways you know you've been on a team like that. Mm-hmm. One is there's no regrets when you're done. You can look at each other in the eye and go, job well done. And the second test is all those teammates stay in your life. They're with you 5, 10, 15, 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Rob, thanks so much for the work that you're doing in the world. What's, a, what's the URL? Where should we send people who want more information about proactive coaching and the great work you guys are doing? I'll just give you three quick things. Our website, which is proactivecoaching.info, and that's a little different, so it's right. proactivecoaching.info. <laughs> Um, our Facebook page, if you just search for Proactive LLC, you will find us on Facebook. 
And then lastly, my own email address, which is rob at proactivecoaching.info. Great. We've got, uh, I don't know, a couple more minutes. I want to make sure that not only can people find out more about that, but I want to, you know, the kind of coaching that you're involved with is pretty specific and specific to, you know, a bunch of things, including athletics, but it also is generalizable because of the team aspect, because of the leadership aspect, Mm -hmm. because of the performance aspect. Um, When you talk to people like us who are doing coaching out there in the C-suites and in the executive world and with solopreneurs and like that, what's what's the number one thing you'd love to influence us to do or stop doing? Well, I think we, we're focusing on what to do. And again, I'll use the phrase I've used before, developing a intentional culture is the key to every, I believe the key to everything. You got to develop that culture. But I really think to take a look at yourself as you're doing that coaching to that executive or that CEO is they have to sit back and say, okay, I'm in a leadership position, but I'm, am I being a leader or a manager? And I think as we've seen people over time come up, we see a lot of people that that necessarily aren't in leadership. And what I mean by that is one thing we hear the most from college coaches, high school coaches, pro, pro coaches, we don't have any leaders anymore. And and I sit back and I kind of disagree with that statement and I kind of agree with it. I mean, I love today's young people that are approaching where we're going and where you're trying to lead them into executive positions. But I kind of agree we're lacking leadership. And so we have to be really intentional about our leadership, whether it's the CEO or the CEO developing leaders within his staff, his or her staff. They need to really, really focus on developing top-notch leaders that will mentor people behind them and give them ownership. So the two words I think the most, if you're looking for, leadership and ownership. Yeah. Let's lead people, not, not boss them. And give them the ability to get the job done. You know, that ownership. Once people take ownership, they'll run with it. If they're sitting back thinking they're doing it for you, they're not going to do it as well. I love that. Man, if, if, if we could just, like, sprinkle that throughout the universe, Everywhere. right? Exactly. Everywhere. Um, I also uh, love what I heard as sort of a background piece is that it sounds like you really believe in what I'm going to call cascading leadership or that notion that you're not a leader until you've developed another leader who's got people following him or her. Mm-hmm. In other words, leadership be- begets leadership. Am I picking that up right, Rob? Yeah, because we tell everybody you, you don't have to have a title. You don't need to be a senior. You don't need to be talented to be a leader. Everybody on the team can lead. Everybody should lead even without a, without a title. What can you do to lead? And And so, yeah, leadership should go – all the way throughout the whole system, everybody should lead in some way, form, or size. And, and we've all seen that, not only in athletics, where it's not necessarily the yep. superstar of the team who's the team sort of glue, but also especially in the boardroom, right? We all know that guy who, or woman who's not a, a, the, doesn't have the top job, but is the one who like, knows what's going on and is connected to everybody and everything. Exactly. All right. Well, that's our time, sir. That would be Rob Miller. You can go find out more immediately by going to proactivecoaching.info, proactivecoaching.info, or you can check out Proactive LLC on Facebook or just email the guy because he's a regular guy and uh, doing incredible work in the world. Any last uh, question for you? I am just so elated that you came on the show, and thanks for sharing this. Thanks for doing the profound work that you're doing with children everywhere and companies worldwide. So thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom. Well, thanks for having me, and I just gave everybody one last thought. 
when you spend days every day inside schools, you realize as bad as we hear things, we got some great young people. We're going to be okay. Boy, we need that. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. All right. Go enjoy that <clears throat> delicious barbecue in Missouri. Thanks so much for being with us today, Rob. Thanks for having me. That's Bye-bye. Rob Miller. You can find out more by going to proactivecoaching.info. That's proactivecoaching.info. Or check him out on Facebook at Proactive LLC. Your name is Clarice Connolly. It's been delightful having you today. Yeah, thanks so much for being for here. back. Oh, yeah. I kind of had to. Uh, Once again, you can find uh, Clarice by going to empoweringwomen, plural, dot Dot coach, coach. singular. And me, I'm Christopher McAuliffe. You can check me out at ChristopherMcAuliffe.com or AccomplishmentMedia.com or TheCoachingShow.com or, you know, also check out our uh, sponsor, AccomplishmentCoaching.com. This is The Coaching Show, each week bringing you somebody out on the cutting edge of coaching. We will talk to you next week. Nowadays, internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's E-S-E-T dot com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol 
and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past.